Hello, hello. This is Moyatu Banya Kista here, hosting Tea and Pepper Soup. Today's podcast is focused on purpose over popularity. How to ensure we are tapping into our why versus tapping into the whys of others. You see, in these days and in these times where there is so much hypersensitivity in the digital spaces and also in career spaces, it can be very tempting for us to pretend and to create something just to be able to be seen by others or to take a path just for somebody else to clap for you or to do things in the name of popularity, to do things in the name of being recognized, right? And that being an end goal, that you want some type of recognition, that you want some type of um, prize, that you want some type of a well done, job well done. And this is in no way taken away from the fact that it is important to feel rewarded in your journey as a social entrepreneur, as a social impact leader. However, what's really important um, in the work that we do and is really about having your bottom line. And in fact, if your bottom line is popularity, then there's significant issues that come with that especially when we're talking about social impact and social entrepreneurship, which is what I focus the most in in my podcast. So when we become more concerned with how we are seen versus how our work is impacting the lives of people, then we have kind of gone down the wrong path. I just got back from an amazing gathering. It was an unconference um, called the, the Opportunity Collaboration Conference. And the focus was all about how to serve others to grow, how to create a network of social impact leaders, investors, philanthropists who are really there to serve each other and support each other. So I remember speaking to a colleague of mine while I was there, a, uh, a colleague that I met who talked about this idea of choosing meaning over money at a very young age. And I thought it was such a small yet very powerful choice that they had made at a very early stage in their life. Every choice we make can either push us closer to our purpose or draw us away from it. The thing about purpose is it is about intention, it is about clarity, and it is about focus and direction. Purpose is you saying yes to the very thing that you have been called to do here on earth. Popularity is you giving credence to everything else that everyone sees as what you should be doing or what everyone should be doing or what trends people should be following that may seem impactful, keywords seem impactful, but it isn't. So purpose is really keying into your why. Why was I born on this earth? You see, as somebody of faith, I really rely on this particular scripture that talks about the fact that, you know, God is speaking to your mind. He says, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. So purpose as a Christian the idea of purpose is something that was already preset before you were even born. So 
50%, I would say, or even 100% of the work has already been done for you. The question then is, how will you rise up to tap into what that thing is you're actually here for versus what everyone else is saying you should be doing or what everyone else is saying is important and is galvanizing a crowd? Here's some things I want to share about purpose. You have to be comfortable with the idea of being someone who is unpopular, but making impact and driving change. What do I mean by that? I think a lot of times young people are worried more so about how people will receive a solution that you have to the world versus how you just need to carry out that solution, right? Because if we focus on how people will see something that we want to carry out, it makes it, it puts that much more pressure on us to perform. That's why I introduced this idea of unpopularity with purpose. Because when you get comfortable with the fact that you and God are your only audience, it makes purpose that much more focused. And I would almost say easier to execute while you are here on earth. The other thing I want to share is that your work should be what people speak of. And the yearning you get in your spirit isn't to be known, but it is for you to serve right? And to serve others. So your people should really be speaking about your deeds, right? The Bible talks about by their fruit, you shall know them. It doesn't say by their name, you shall know them. It doesn't say by, you know, the things that they do, like, you know, right? It's by your fruit. It's by your outcome. It's by what you do. That's why it's always important for actions to speak louder than your words, right? So your work is the, the one of the ways you really will know that you're truly aligned with your purpose is when people speak more about your work than they do about you. Of course, you're connected to your work, but people should be able to speak about, hey, have you heard of Karen and the amazing work she's been doing in rural communities, bringing water to 20,000 uh, women across the world, right? So then it becomes more about the work and less about you. So that's purpose. The other thing I want to share is get over the idea of remaining, of staying relevant. I think one of the things that is killing young people's dreams is this idea of constantly wanting to be relevant or wanting to be seen or wanting to get applause or wanting to be in the know for everything or wanting to be at the next hot thing, the next trending thing. Let me tell you something. The moment you let go of that idea of, I always got to be current with everything, you make time for the things that are most important to you. And the only thing you care to that is relevant is your purpose and how you evolve into your purpose. So it's important to contribute to the, the evolving of your purpose. When you are clear on your purpose, you become very radical about ridding the things that don't matter. You don't need validation of anyone for your purpose, but that of God. The moment you feel that you need to get people involved in validating your purpose, you have shifted and you're more so concerned with popularity. So popularity isn't like this idea of only being on a platform and being applauded and everybody clapping for you and you being so great and how great are you and people singing your praises. Popularity is also this idea that you are constantly seeking validation from people 
on how great you are. Popularity can be the biggest killer of purpose. So I want to talk a little bit also about prioritizing purpose over popularity. Because when you prioritize popularity over purpose, you will ultimately be left empty and depleted. And as social impact leaders and as social entrepreneurs, it is so critical to always have your bottom line be your purpose. The first thing I want to talk about is, number one, decide earlier on in your life that you will serve others. At a really early age, I knew that I wanted to help people. I knew that I wanted to make an impact educating people. I knew that I really enjoyed bringing communities of young people together. Very young age. I remember myself at age eight. What is your why? Decide early in your life what is your why. How do you do that? Through prayer, through meditating, through having mentors who can nurture you. Thinking about the key things that people highlight that are important about you. I think I talked about this in one of my other podcasts. The second is, decide what community you want to serve. Let me tell you, and this evolves over time. I remember the first job that I got when I, w- when I got to the U.S. I settled, I was in the U.S., I went through middle school in the U.S., I went through high school. And at the midpoint of high school, one of my first jobs I got was at a summer camp with disadvantaged youth. I remember how much joy I felt working with young people. And I knew that there was something that I was called to do with young people. At the time, my purpose in working with women and girls wasn't refined, but I knew I needed to work with young people. I had this yearning to work for them. I had this yearning to serve young people. Then there was a time I worked with the elderly population Uh, more so as a volunteer. And during that time, I would go and like read stories and keep them company once a month. But one of the things in that pivotal moment of my life, I will never forget there was an older woman. She was like in her 90s. She had just gone through, um, you know, in her life, she had gone through, you know, a lot of trauma and she was a Holocaust survivor. And she said to me, never lose the human touch. She said, you have the human touch, never lose it. And I always kept a hold of that. So, you know, the more you start to think of the communities you want to serve and the more you begin to serve, the more you begin to refine your community and the purpose, right? And then ultimately, ultimately later on, if you listen to my episode on heartworking, you found out how I ended up really being in the population that God really wants me to serve. And that's women and girls. The third thing is say no to anything that tempts you to promote yourself instead of promoting the stories of the people you are serving, right? Say no. Say no to this idea of like self-glorification. Say no to this idea of, you know, these... Nowadays, I notice a lot of times people are like, you know, there's nothing wrong with telling your story. But when you're telling your story, make sure that... It is, there is meat to it. Like, what have you done to impact the world to then tell the story? 
I find so many times people are just at the beginning, especially young people, they're just at the beginning of their work and I, they're like publishing articles and like, you know, sitting on panels and things like that. And I'm not disputing that. I think it's good to tell stories. But what I'm saying is don't fall into the hype of always having to feel like you have to be in the limelight. You have to get people validation because it can be very dangerous. So say no to anything that tempts you of promoting yourself over the people that you are serving and the stories of the people that you're serving, right? When I sit on panels and I'm talking about the work that I'm doing, probably one out of one to two percent of the time I'm actually talking about myself and my story. It comes up, but the story always leads with the women and girls who I've met their experiences, their lives, because they, I am because of them, right? My purpose exists because of them. So they are much bigger in the sphere of my purpose than like me pushing my own agenda and my own story. So I want us to think about that as well. The other thing I want to say, uh, the fourth thing I want to say is really stick to your values and don't be swayed by the crowd. You know, like, it's just been laid on my spirit to talk about this idea of popularity versus purpose because purpose tells you you don't need a crowd. Your gift will make room for you. There are people waiting for you. And popularity tells you you need a crowd. You need people to clap for you. You need people to validate your work. You need to be in, in on platforms talking about your work all the time. You need to be in every single space that has to do with your industry. And that's just not true. The fifth thing I want to say is go where there is less noise. Go where there is less of a crowd. Take the road that isn't crowded. You will arrive faster. You will arrive quicker, right? So there are times when there are certain trends that come up. I'll give you an example with the work that I do, um, with particularly with girls. Now that we have the sustainable development goals, there are particular areas that you know, the, the development space has really targeted and, and is focusing on. Child marriage is one of those big areas, right? Child marriage is critical. It's very important. It's important to eliminate and end child marriage. But there are root causes that end up causing child marriage. Things like attitudinal beliefs in society, right? Cultural um, beliefs, inherent cultural beliefs, and things like that. What happens, though, is because there is this big push towards certain things in the development space, you notice that people start to move towards those things. Child marriage, uh, sexual violence, rape, etc. Of, of young girls, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is make sure that whatever it is that you're doing work-wise as a social impact leader and as a social entrepreneur, make sure that you're not going by, by what the crowd is saying is the hot topic or the sexy thing to be doing. Make sure you're doing what you're doing because this is your purpose that God has set you apart to do. So when you decide that this is the purpose and this is the path and this is the community I'm going to serve, think of the areas where there's less noise. And when I say less noise, the areas that people are not targeting but are just as important. So, for example, with my organization, Giselle, Girls Empowerment Sierra Leone, one of the things we really focus on is having a holistic approach at how we work with girls. So, for us, it's not just about, you know, 
only focusing on teenage pregnancy or only focusing on child marriage. First, we look at the holistic aspect of the girl. We look at their families. We look at their school community. We look at their community at large. And we think, how can we develop you as a strong feminist leader and as a change activist? Right. Because ultimately, our belief is that if we work with you from that angle, everything else ultimately gets addressed. That is a very unpopular, unsexy thing in most spaces. Right. You'll find a lot of organizations that are working with girls targeting different things, teenage pregnancy, child marriage, FGM, etc. And those are things that are just as important to us. But we find that there are other things that are subtle that are still impacting girls that no one is addressing. So that's what I mean by go where there's less noise. Don't go where everybody's talking. What happens when you're in a crowd and everyone is talking? Can you hear yourself? Absolutely not. So that's the idea behind purpose. When you're in your purpose, you end up tuning in to your own voice more and the voice of God than the voice of others. The next thing I want to talk about is get comfortable with the fact that the only person that needs to see you is God and to see your work is God. I think this is really, really difficult for a lot of people. I would even say myself, sometimes I struggle with this because we're human. We're human. Sometimes we just want people to say, wow, that was amazing. Like you did so well. But one of the things God had told me at a very kind of early point pivotal point in my career was you got to get comfortable with just hearing well done from me if people say well done to you that's great but for me as a woman of faith I always give the glory back to God because it belongs to God God is the one who brought me on this earth to fulfill this purpose for working working with women and girls God is the one who opened the channels for me to be able to get the resources to navigate and facilitate spaces for women and girls it has only been God so for me that's how I look at it. I get comfortable with the fact that the only person that needs to see me and approve of my work is God. So God is my CEO. God is my boss. God is my co-founder. God is my co-partner. God is my investor. He uses people to bless me, right? So that's my perspective as somebody who is walking in purpose. And the reason why I really wanted to talk about this is because I see a lot of young people walking in popularity instead of walking in purpose. And every time you walk in popularity, instead of walking in purpose, you will always lose sight of the road. Because when you're following the crowd, and the crowd has no direction to where they're going, what makes you think that you'll ultimately arrive at your destination? Purpose will guarantee that you will arrive at the destination that God has set for you. There's so many times I travel to do the work that I do. I meet a girl in the villages in Ghana. I meet a young woman, you know, leading a workshop in in Rwanda on storytelling. And I say something that all of a sudden lightens them up, opens their eyes to their life, whether it's their business, whether it's their not-for-profit organization, whether it's their educational career, and they get it. They have whatever it is, whatever tool that I, I, I'm teaching them at the time or whatever space I'm creating for them to feel safer as women and girls 
then all of a sudden, things are a little better for them than it was before they stepped into my session, my workshop, my organization, my spaces, etc. that I'm, I've been blessed to create. So I'm learning the importance of being a purpose builder and really focusing on my purpose and really focusing on the journey and really focusing on the destination that every step that I take as a purpose builder is critical and every life that you touch as a purpose builder is critical. So it's important to keep that in mind that there are literally destinies that are tied to us and the longer we allow popularity to delay us, the longer we allow popularity to distract us, we are, we are almost sabotaging the destinies of the people who we have been called to serve. So it's actually a very serious thing. And I wanted to talk about this today because I'm noticing a, lo a lot of trends. I'm a big digital person. I love digital. I love to tell stories on the digital space. Women Change Africa, my platform that shares stories of women entrepreneurs, is all about that. But even in Women Change Africa, when we do interviews, we always try to find out the why. What is it that made you do this? And we connect to people who are purpose-building entrepreneurs and social impact leaders. So for us, that's really important. It is a value of mine, right? So I want to talk about the reasons why it is important to chase purpose and not popularity. The first is when opportunity comes, when you are following purpose, you will be prepared for it. The thing about purpose is purpose is a long but a clear road. The more you, the deeper you go into your purpose, the clearer you become, the more focused you become. The more focused you become, the quieter your surrounding gets the more the distraction is shifted away and the more you begin to align with people who see your vision, who see your work, who God will then use to bless your work, right? So when opportunity comes, when you are busy, instead of busy trying to please people, because those are two different things, when you're busy trying to please people, when opportunity comes, you'll miss it. But when you're busy working and building and serving the people who God has called you to build, every time an opportunity comes, you'll be prepared to receive it. The second piece is purpose doesn't need to prove anything. You are being your truest self. So you attract those who are true to themselves as well. So you begin to, the second thing I want to talk about is the fact that you attract people who are also purpose builders, people who are also true to themselves. So what, what, what it allows you to do when you're chasing purpose and not chasing popularity is that you build a community around you of purpose builders. Working with purpose builders is a life-changing thing. It can catapult your work 10 times more than wasting your time on people who don't base their work on purpose as the bottom line. When you work with people who base their, their work on purpose as the bottom line, you are able to make connections easier about the work. Things make sense. Values align, right? When you're focused, you're purpose builder, and you connect with somebody who's more so focused on popularity or an entity who's focused on popularity, it can derail your work. 
It can derail your work. It can take away from your work. It can distract you. And you won't be ultimately serving yourself well. The third piece I want to talk about is you get a, a, a better, a stronger sense of your divine identity when you tap into your purpose and you don't chase popularity. What do I mean by that? The more you tap into your purpose, the more God reveals deeper things about what you're called here to do. And your divine identity becomes that much sharper. You know the things that God has blessed you with your gifts on this on this earth, right? So let's say you've been called to to encourage, you know, young people, you know, who live in, in really terrible situations, dream. Maybe your whole calling is just to help people to dream bigger, right? The more you fulfill that calling, the more you tap into that purpose, the deeper things God will reveal. Maybe one day God will reveal that not only are you called to unleash dreams, you are called to actually help them understand their dreams and create spaces for them to learn about their dreams create right it can become a whole thing god can bless you to have a dream center for young people where literally all you're doing is curating ideas with them for them to understand what they are here for so that's what i mean your divine identity becomes much deeper when you really follow your purpose and not follow popularity so i really wanted to take the time to talk about this because it's been heavy on my heart i've been thinking a lot about it i've been thinking about you know, things like, you know, one of the things I said earlier on this year was, you know, don't be so focused on always trying to be everywhere and always trying to be seen, always trying to collect every award or trying to be, you know, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, being in certain spaces intentionally. But when you begin to lose intention and you're focused more so on an audience versus the only audience that you should be focused on being God then you begin to derail from your purpose. And my whole thing is, I don't want anyone that listens to this podcast or within my community to get swayed by people pleasing or people validation, right? And that's what popularity ends up being. Purpose will ground you. Purpose will set you apart. Purpose will align you with purpose builders. Purpose will position you for the right opportunities. So it's important that we follow our purpose. It's important that we pay attention to the signs that lead us to our purpose. So today, that was all I had to share. I hope this was helpful for you all. I hope that as you kind of go along the lines of thinking of your purpose, this resonates for you. We do have one question that came in um, and I want to uh, raise it. The person says, Dear Moyatu, I've been thinking of a career change, but things have been very difficult for me. I currently have done a series of internships and haven't been able to land a single job. What do you advise? Am I not following my purpose or my path? What I would advise in a, in a very short advice is to think about the trends within those various internships that you've been working in. What have been the things that you've been excelling in? What have been the feedback that you have received from your supervisors? If for some reason you haven't received feedback from your supervisors, um, solicit that in, in whichever in internship you're currently in. Solicit feedback. You know, usually it's advised that you solicit feedback at midpoint, so maybe six months in or a year. 
right? So really solicit feedback and say, hey, I'd like to know where I'm performing really well and I'd like to know where I can grow more. The more you're able to tie, kind of connect the dots on your strengths as well as your weaknesses, the closer you'll get to really understanding what type of work you need to be doing and who you need to be serving. Um, the other thing I would say is think of like who can potentially coach you or be a mentor to you. And sometimes mentors, mentors don't have to be in the physical. You can look up self-help books, self-help podcasts like Tea and Pepper Soup or others. There's so many that exist that can be really beneficial to you. One podcast uh, that I particularly like is the My Taught You podcast by Miley Teal. You know, if I, she, I see her as a mentor in my head, you know, um, so I would say think of those two things and hopefully those will get you closer to thinking about purpose. Purpose is a lifelong journey. It's not something you arrive at and you get it. I'm still evolving. I'm still learning so much about my call with women and girls. I'm still unpacking what it means. I'm still unpacking which gifts to use where, which spaces to engage the most in and which spaces not to engage in, who to be building relationships with and who not to be building, which things should say I should say no to and which things I should say yes to. So it's an, it's an ongoing journey. And that's what I want to leave you with is think of purpose as an ongoing journey. Purpose is long time long term. It brings clarity. It brings focus. The opposite being yearning for popularity would bring you the opposite. It's short term. It doesn't yield any outcomes for you and you'll end up being depleted. And for me, I want to see people in my community thrive. I want to see you all grow in your purpose. I want to see you all making impact and growing and really doing what you have been called here to do. It's been a pleasure chatting with you all and having you all today. Once again, my name is Moyatu Batista and you are listening to Tea and Pepper Soup, the podcast. Goodbye.